I think the picture of love can't be complete without judgment. Parang how do you define that love? Well, what's what's that love if there's no judgment? If there's no injustice? Injustice. Diba parang you can't paint the whole picture of love pagka yung message mo palagi, love, 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 love. Now, even bad people experience grace because they love God. Even how broken you are, you reject God. May grace ang Diyos sa'yo. But hell is eternal separation from God. And that's why we say that God is not a punishing God because your sin is the ultimate punishment. At the end of the day, it is set right before us, life or death, blessing or curse. Mm. We have to choose the right choice. We have to choose life. We have to choose God who is the source of life. Para at the end of the day, we'll be with Him in heaven. This podcast is powered by Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Narrow Door Pod. My name is Sam, and my favorite boys are here. Pastor Dennessy is head pastor at Victory Greenhills. Instructor Harold Resho is instructor at New Heaven and New Earth Shinshadi Church of Jesus. Brother J. Paul Hernandez is a late preacher at the feast. How are you guys? What's going on? How's it going? Ano pa ba? Hi. The new year. Happy yes. New Year! Happy New yes. Year! We are recording this in December, but this is for January recording. Um, I hope you guys are having a good 2021 so far. Although, like I said, as of this recording, guys, it was the Pope's birthday yesterday. Did you know that? Boy. Yes! Happy birthday. He, he is 84 years old. Happy birthday, Holy Father. We know you listen to this podcast. One can tell <laughs> Okay. Like in siya sa new heaven new earth kasi like. <laughs> <laughs> Uy, alam mo ba? I was so I was I read I I only knew about this because I saw a random article as I was browsing through my news feed and it warmed my heart because on this article about the Pope's birthday was um a line that said he also received ecumenical greetings from like other church leaders in the Christian church. So, hey, who knows. Anyway, um okay. I wanted to start with a a message today that came in through my Instagram, um, and this is from Alf. And he sold it into my DMs in a very holy sense. So Alf says, "Hi Sam, I'm Catholic and I enjoy the family atmosphere of your podcast. Love the dynamics that your guests bring to the conversation. I second the motion." Um, I just finished the Isa Litan episode and I loved it. You're going to help a lot of non-Catholics be less pushy about converting Catholics. I'm really in awe of how humble Pastor Dennis is when acknowledging the mistakes of Protestants. Hey, is that like a, what do you call that? Like a backhanded, is that like a backhanded compliment kind of thing? No, I think it's a J. Paul move. <laughs> what, is, what is the J. Paul move? Uh, in behalf of all that, I'm really sorry. <laughs> the J-Paul favorite line. Um, and he continues to say he really knows his stuff. No, but I agree because we've talked many times about not just Pastor Dennis, but like how we've journeyed. You know, there have been conversions in this group. Uh, you know, like Instructor H, for example, has been Catholic, has been Protestant, and now he's in a non-denominational church. And like we've talked about how it's a constant search for, mm. you know, the right fit for us. And you know what? When we made mistakes in the past, like that's cool. We can we can admit that. And Pastor Dennis has definitely, um, he definitely has the humility to do that. All right. 
Alf says, I feel so invested in this podcast that I have a wish list of topics and guests I'm hoping to hear you guys talk about in the future. Number one, Christianity in Korea, how Christian it is, and maybe how the formal, informal thing in Hangul, which is the Korean language and the Korean um, way of writing, plays out in sharing the faith. I remembered this as I was watching Startup and the grandmother was Catholic. This is the most random topic uh, suggestion I've ever heard. <laughs> like the effect of K-drama, I suppose, in the dialogue of religion. Number two, Burns Kaasi. This guy has been in my radar for some time. Now, I think, Brother G-Paul, you're the first person who may have suggested him to me. Do you remember talking to me about him? Yeah, yeah, because he's an apologist. Right, so, for, the, for the Catholic Church. Catholicism. Right, right. He runs a Facebook page called Unboxing Catholicism. And I think his whole thing is about how to um, talk about the faith without being preachy, which I think is a great topic that we can do. Maybe we can invite him on the show. And then number three, maybe a priest. I really would want to see the beauty of celibacy discussed with Instructor H and Pastor D. Why not Brother J? What? <laughs> Why are you left Because he left, yeah, you left the vocation to Mary. Yep. Oh, right in the Catholic sense, right. Duh, Sam, where's your brain? Okay, I think they'd appreciate the wisdom of celibacy. Regardless, I'm, you know, really excited for all of your content that is coming soon. God bless you all. Thank you so much, Alf. I just love that somebody is invested in our podcast. Yeah, we'll, we'll try to work on these topic suggestions. Anyway, speaking of topics, come on in. We are doing, uh, I'm personally really excited about this topic. I think it's a great topic. Pastor D mentioned in passing in a past episode about God's judgment and God's love. And perhaps we can talk about both and how we can reconcile the two. I like this topic because I think in all the conversations that we've had, it's very easy for us to focus on the love of mm. God, but maybe we don't talk enough about the judgment that comes from God, which is a very real thing. And um, I don't mean to acid rain on anyone's love parade with God, but my intention is to just properly present what the understanding is on God's judgment, because I think that's the loving thing to do. If, mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, like we have to be aware. Yeah. yeah, we have to be aware of it and practice our faith accordingly. Because I think we have a tendency to be like, no, but God loves us. He will forgive me anything. And, you know, all of this is guaranteed and minimal effort on my part. That kind of thing. So I guess I want to start by asking you, Pastor D, can we just kind of get a clarification on when we talk about God's judgment, are we talking about this character of his where he will decide, you know, where we go, whether it's heaven or hell, or are we talking about hell itself? Uh, I'm talking more about the nature of God, that he is also our judge. He's our loving father. He's our Abba, but he's also a judge. He is holy. We're not. And I think there's that aspect of uh, God's nature which is rarely talked about, which is God's judgment. Uh, because I think in our culture today, judgmental. So people don't want to be told what to do or how, you know, how to live their life. And once you do that, they feel like it's judgment already. But that's not the case when it comes to God, who is faultless, who is holy, who is righteous. And that's why he is the judge. 
And so I think this is a good topic to talk about today and hear the thoughts of other of our panels here. I agree. Yeah, yeah. So maybe we can talk first about like what we see in scripture that makes us believe this judgment from God is a very real thing. What mm. do we see in the Bible? I think I'll start with uh, uh, Jesus saying that he came here to separate uh, the lambs from the goats. It, it means that, yes, he wants to save us and he wants to bless us. Um, but I, I just, just quoting from the Catholicism of the Catholic Church, there's a line there um, that says in, in the final judgment that God wills, uh, wills um, salvation for all. That's why he died and rose from the dead. But he also gives you free will, free will to choose eternal damnation. <laughs> Yeah, because he loves you, and he, you know, ginusto mo yan eh. Basically, that's it. So, so yun. So, um, because nothing dirty can ever enter heaven. I definitely think that we have a part to play in it as well. Because yes, free will, mm. right? We choose to be, like while God is the one who decides ultimately where we go, we also have a say in this, right? Um, what yes. else? Yeah, yeah. What else do you guys want to add to this? Like what we see in scripture or catechism or whatever. I think in the Bible we can look at different examples on how God gives judgment. Um, when I say judgment, I'm referring to how God put an end on on the people. Like um, we can start with Adam. Um, it's supposed to be Adam and God will be staying forever, but. Um, because Adam was not able to keep the, the law during that time na hindi niya dapat kainin yung fruit from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, he was kicked out of the Garden of Eden. So makikita natin na it's, it's like a judgment na yun. Um, he put an end dun sa connection nila, um, yung connection with God and Adam. And even so, dumaan yung mga generations, so at, God chose Noah, um, one of the righteous person na nabubuhay during that time. Kasi nga, yung mga tao naging wicked na sila and then God would want to judge them as well. Pero He also want to give a way for the people to be saved. And that's when Noah started to build an ark. So during that time, yung mga tao, they were thinking, oh, bakit naman gumagawa ng ark nito si Noah? But um, if we know the story, it's because God asked him to do it. And it's because God's, it's God's way of them being saved at hindi sila makatanggap ng judgment. But when they did not believe in Noah, they received the judgment through the flood, through mm. the water. Na yun, nagkaroon sila ng katapusan during that time. At yung naligtas lang nun is yung family ni Noah, eight in total. Ano pa, merong water and then fire naman sa, sa panahon ni Lot. Na they were in Sodom and Gomorrah. Um, and then God also sent an angel para, para kausapin sila and make them come out of that because if they remain wicked dun sa lugar na yun, makaka-receive din yun ng judgment. And true enough, yun, nagkaroon ng fire and sulfur na nagkaroon ng judgment dun sa Sodom and Gomorrah. So, from generation to generation, makikita natin may iba't ibang judgment na ginagawa ang Diyos. Yes. Um, even physically, sa time ni Moses, di ba pinagawa ng Diyos yung tabernacle kay Moses and it has to be built based dun sa nakitang pattern um, in heaven. And yung mga nakakapasok lang dun sa holy place and most holy place, yung mga consecrated yung mga holy. And yung mga priest na to, 
when they are not only na pumasok sila dun sa holy place, yun na. Uh, parang yung kanina sinabi ni Brother Shay na nothing dirty would be able to enter heaven. So parang ganun din. Since yun yung tabernacle, yun yung dwelling place ng Diyos, where, which we can call as heaven as well, or we can consider as heaven. When you enter there na hindi ka holy, mamamatay ka right then and there. So, Mahuli ka. Oh, <laughs> Mahuli ka. Huli ka. Mahuli ka. So, Baba yun. Ko. Parang, <laughs> parang instant judgment. Parang instant judgment during that time. And Pero ang maganda kasi doon, yung makikita nga natin in the past, makoconnect pa rin natin dun sa time ni Jesus. Kasi hmm. ang Diyos, nagbigay din ng law at the time of Moses. And it was inscribed dun sa tablet, sa stone. The Ten Kasi Commandments parang, in Mount Sinai, yes. the one that Moses brought down. Yes. Pero yun ay para maalala nila yung, yung law na dapat nila makip. Actually, ten lang yun. Pero kung titingnan natin dun sa, um, sa Old Testament, it's more than 600 plus na, na law na dapat nilang ikip. But basically, um, the reason why I'm telling this is because makokonekan natin siya at the time of Jesus. Um, during the time of Moses, it was written in a physical stone. But at the time of Jesus... It was written in a spiritual or in a figurative stone, yung capstone, na nireject ng mga tao. And that's Jesus. So yung law, yung word ng Diyos ay nakay Jesus. And dapat yun yung um, maging standard during that time because God already gave the, the authority of judgment to His only Son. Kaya yung pagdating dito ni Jesus, yung mga words na sinasabi ni Jesus, yun yung magiging basehan nung judgment. At kaya importante na maunawaan to ng mga tao because kapag hindi natin nakip yung law, yun yung magiging evil in the eyes of God. So, kapag ganun, then people will be receiving judgment. So, walang you, sabihin, mm. Harold brought his A-game today. You can depend on InstaH to take you back to the time of Adam every single time. After Revelation. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait lang. Pero like what I noticed is because I think when people think of judgment, we're talking about the afterlife. But I think what you talked about is like a judgment that happens here. Kasi nga parang in end ni God yung parang yung the, the people. Pastor D, can you help me? Do you understand what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yes, yes. I think there's uh, different kinds of yung sinabi ni instructor H. Uh, like Psalm 7:11, God is a righteous judge and a God who feels indignation every day when He sees the injustice. My indignation, din kay Lord, eh, na parang that's not how I created the world. You guys are killing yourselves, so I, I've got to bring judgment on you, or else you'll just harm everybody else, right? Parang, diba, even for us, we feel indignation when we see social injustice. Human trafficking, uh, canceling of ganyan, di ba? May indignation ka na parang, ah, that's not how it's supposed to be. We're, we're people of God. We're, we're created in the image of God. And God feels that indignation. And that's what He did during the Old Testament times. If I don't do anything, you guys are just gonna kill everybody else, even the innocent ones. That's why I need to put a stop to this. And I'm bringing my judgment because the innocent ones are gonna get hurt if I don't do anything about this. Right and and that's what uh, the Lord feels when there's injustice. There's an indignation in His heart that I feel like God is also placed in our hearts, and it's not just. Uh, pero si Lord la kasi yung may karapatan to really judge. Eh. 
That's why the Bible tells us, do not judge. Because I also am a flawed human being. So how can I judge? Right? How can I tell you you're irresponsible when I know deep in my heart there are areas in my life that I'm irresponsible also? Yeah. But only God can. Right? And that's why we point people to Scripture. We don't point people to our experiences. Kung hindi, yayabang lang ako dahil i-highlight ko lahat ng highlight ko at itatago ko lahat ng lowlights ko, right? And and preach on something that, you know, here I'm good at, listen to this, but then I'm hiding many of the things that I'm really not good at because I really cannot judge anybody. I can only point them to Scripture and let the Scripture be the mirror of whether your deed is right or wrong. Right. Um. So, I... <laughs> I guess I kind of want to touch on that. Like, so are we to believe that, yes, there is a judgment that is waiting for us once we die? We're going to, I don't know, there's going to be like a review of our life, what we've done and all that, right? But while we are still here on earth, God is also working to kind of, and I guess that is a kind of judgment where he will work in different situations to right the wrongs or judge our you know, actions that are wrong in his eyes. Tamaba? Am I understanding this correctly? Yes. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yung sa afterlife lang, uh, I'll, I'll put a, you know, maybe it's a whole new episode, but there's two kinds of judgment kasi in scripture in the afterlife. The first one is yung sinabi ni J. Paul, the goat and the sheep. In short, this is the narrative na pupunta ka man langit o sa impyerno ka. Right? So you'll be judged. Is your name written in the book of life? Now, for those who will go to heaven, there's another judgment, which is uh, it's the rewarding ceremony. Huh? Really? Yeah, yeah, the crowns of life. Are you going to be given the crowns? But in the end, in Revelation, you would see we will actually, as we receive the crown, we give it back to the Lord and lay it under His feet. Because at the end of the day, even if we're crowned with all those crowns, Pag nakita na natin yung glory ni God, it's like, God, I don't even need this. You're here. This is heaven to be in your presence. Right? So there's two kinds of judgment. So yung una, heaven, hell. Second is the rewards. Mm-hmm. No? Of, of whether uh, na-persecute ka ba, tapos nag-persevere ka, nag-share ka ba ng gospel. So may mga crowns na minesyo. I think there are five crowns in scripture that is, that's mentioned. Okay, okay. Okay, then let's talk about the eternal judgment. So this is heaven and hell. I guess I first want to start by establishing what since we're talking about like judgment in the negative sense. I've heard it said kasi na hell is like a state where you are eternally separated from God. Okay, which obviously is a bad thing. But a part of me feels like it doesn't really do justice to maybe what it really is in that. I think when someone hears that, oh, it's an eternal separation from God. Like, so am I just in a room hanging out by myself forever? Is that like the worst thing that could possibly happen to me? Maybe, but I also have images in my head of like there's fire and there's punishment and there's torture, like that kind of thing. So I guess I wanted to ask you like what, does the Bible tell us anything about what hell is like or what it looks like? Just a description of what this place is. What state is this? Hmm. Uh, Sino mauna? <laughs> 
uh well basically uh in a very simple way uh, especially the from old to new it's always expressed as gehenna and that's a very visual um representation because gehenna you remember you have to go back to the context of jewish tradition jews do not like dead bodies or dirty talagang neat freak in a sense kasi they don't want to be unholy so gehenna is a hill near near the city where the dead bodies are left to rot. So, they're just there. Wala nang lilinis dyan. But then, um, mountainous kasi ang Israel. So, yung hangin, yung downwind, pag naamoy mo yung amoy ng rotting flesh of thousands of people, it really smells bad and looks bad from afar. So, So talaga inexpress ni Jesus na yan yung basic hell yung wala nang hope whatever we have like the levels of hell or, or our understanding of hell our picture of hell right now it's more of um, European culture based on their understanding of hell centuries back but basically Sam kasi yung ano eh Now, even bad people experience grace because they love God. Even how broken you are, you reject God, may grace ang Diyos sa'yo. But hell is eternal separation from God. Grabe! And that's why we say that God is not a punishing God because your sin is the ultimate punishment. You live with that. Meaning it's a choice that you make. Was it was it C.S. Lewis who said like hell is something like you are the one locking the door from inside or something? Was that him? So I think that's kind of what you're trying to get at. Like there is a place, you know, then this is very real where you are going to be eternally separated from God and that is going to be your state forever. But you choose that. Yes. And... And you wouldn't even choose to worship Jesus even after experiencing the unquenchable fire. Romans 3. It's like, I'm in total rebellion against God. Even as you're there in that yes. place. Yes. I do not want God. I do not seek God. I'm in rebellion against God. I, yeah, Because it's... we think we don't do it every day. We do it like, for example, I don't want to pray. I don't want to be with God. No, church is not for me right now. That's actually rebellion. Right. And I think that is kind of what I am trying to awaken. Um, this Because we think it's such a faraway thing. And we don't realize that maybe we are making the choices that could possibly lead us there ultimately. Mm. In the everyday yeah. decisions that we make, again, yeah. I the, the the point of our conversation. I don't want to scare people into a place where they are practicing this faith out of fear. We've talked about that. That yeah. is not what God is inviting us to. He wants us to like in, be in full relationship with Him. That is abounding in grace and love and mercy. But again, this judgment is very real, and I just feel like we need to be informed about this. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and and it's it's very the devil is very sneaky. Mm-hmm. And it's how does the devil? What did the devil do? I am God. I am like God. 
non-serviam. It's I will not serve because mm. I am as beautiful and as perfect as God. Have you ever noticed, Sam? People are like that from history now. I I I own the world. No, it 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 dapat it gusto ko eh. The world will will have to adjust to me. Or yeah. na ako eh. I decide my faith. I take. I make my own right and wrong. Right. Yeah. I, I was interviewing an atheist as part of my paper. Oh and, my gosh, and, yes. I and would love most to have of their, an atheist. Yeah. And, and our role at that time was we can never answer back, but just listen. That was the hard part of the paper. But as they were telling their stories, some of the arguments that came out was, who is God to tell me what's right and wrong? Or did I ask Jesus to really die for me? The other one would be, uh, I am my own captain. I write my own life. Why is there this God that you made up who would write my life and author my life? But you know, uh, I didn't comment on it because I was not allowed to. But in my heart, the, my conclusion for that paper is that when people say that, they actually make themselves as their own God. So they believe in a God. It's just, it's them. It's not the God that we worship. You are your own God, right? So, and I think that's where the judgment or the state of hell comes in. But there's an argument, kasi a debate, whether hell is a place or a state. Uh, I'm at the point in my life where I really don't care if it's a state or a place. I just know it's it's hell. Right. <laughs> but to live life without Christ is actually hellish. Right and and to see it come, uh, may story kasi sila. Some theologians believe, di ba new heaven, new earth, not the church. Ha? Uh, when Jesus comes back, God establishes His kingdom here on earth, the new heaven and new earth. People who receive Christ are in the new heaven and new earth. People who didn't receive Christ is outside the new heaven and new earth, and they see the joy, they see the peace, they see the love here. And most of them from the outside would say, may we go in and experience, but the judgment is, there's no way you're going to come in. That's hell. This is heaven. And they would see firsthand what heaven is and what life is with Christ and what life is without Christ. The, the, the state that they chose to be in, now they experience the eternal damnation of that. Right? So, yan yung isang argument about hell. Yung isang argument naman, hell really is a place. You go in there, it's somewhere down, it's hot, Satan's there, uh, you guys won't see anything. Uh, it's utter darkness, gnashing of teeth, uh, unquenchable fire, right? So, those are the two kinds of pictures of judgment. Pero sa akin nga, whether it's the first one or the second one, I don't want to be there, di ba? Whether it's a state or a place. Parang minsan, depende sa personality mo, no? parang yung iba, siguro kung introvert ka, okay na ako sa second option. It's a place, it's utter darkness, I'm alone and I'm suffering. Right? Pag extrovert ka, di ba, mas punishment sa yung state, eh, di ba? Na parang, wow, lahat sila nagpa-party, ako hindi makasama, right? I wanna go in, but I cannot. And I have to experience this uh, loneliness, utter darkness, when there's a light, a city with light where God is the light and here I am seeing all this and I could not enjoy that. Wow, that is... I just is... want to bring oh, up... Oh, yes. Sorry, Sam. Um, mm-hmm. for, our, for our listeners who are not yet like implanted into a church, 
there is something, there is complete joy when you worship. Wala, hindi, hindi. Sometimes it can be euphoric in your head. But this is me from knowing my love of God. Hindi ko talaga ma-explain that I just want people to experience. The moment you have that, ah, you know there's heaven. And then there is also hell, whether state or hell. And and I mean, it's very passionate about this because you just want people, to, this is like practice eh. Pagdating natin sa heaven, eternally, ito yung, this is what we'll do. Yeah. We'll be in worship with our eternal God. And oh man, that's just priceless. And I yeah. want that for everyone. Yeah, we get a glimpse of maybe the eternity that is waiting for us in those moments that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Insta H, you're so quiet. Mm-hmm. What What are your thoughts so far? <laughs> no, earlier you've mentioned about that state na parang um, ang babaw lang nung um, eternal separation from God na parang you're just in a room. Hindi, parang, I'm not saying that's, that that state is mababaw ha, pero I just feel like, yeah, like what Pastor Dennis said earlier, na maybe depending on your personality, that doesn't sound like the worst thing that could happen to you. Yeah, yeah. But it is! Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pero yung parang, uh, I was just thinking, if we know uh, as believers of God that God would want to be with us and be connected with Him, kaya nga, yung nga, religare, we want to be connected with God, kasi siya yung source of life, then that's gonna be a, a big deal for us na gugustin natin na makasama natin ang shows para hindi natin ma-experience yung hell. And uh, yung isa naman na uh, kanina you've also mentioned about yung what do we see parang hell in the Bible. Um, the Bible actually used um, different metaphorical references about the hell. Um, sometimes it's called the fire lake of burning sulfur, um, Hades, uh a bottomless pit, uh, abyss. There are different things on how it is called even dungeon or marami, iba-iba. Uh, but basically, um, the way we understand it, meron talagang heaven and hell na nasa spiritual realm, somewhere na hindi natin nakikita. Pero also, when um, when we when we look at the time of first coming, diba, when Jesus came, he preached, for um, repent for the kingdom of heaven is near. And if we understand that heaven is the place where God is, and we know that during that time, God is with Jesus, so kaya napipreach niya. Because we can consider Jesus, even the disciples, as heaven during that time because mm-hmm. God is with them. So, ibig sabihin, yung mga tao no, na hindi naniniwala kay Jesus, can we consider them hell? Eh, wala, hindi nila kasama ang Diyos. So, parang ganun. Na we, maybe we can look at it on that kind of perspective. At I think something na interesting na gusto ko lang din idagdag doon is because during that time, Jesus and yung mga disciples, they were being mocked. Parang yung state nila nasa hell sila na, imagine, they don't have a place to sleep. They, um, I'm not sure if they're able to eat enough food or um, ano pa ba yung mga pinagdaanan nila. They were... They, Walang um, internet. <laughs> yeah. Walang internet. Pero yung physical appearance nila noon, Parang imagine, kumpara mo dun sa mga Pharisees, teachers of the law, yeah, mga fishermen, anong itsura nila nun? And then, um, kung titingnan natin, they were even considered as a cult. Na, di ba, um, ano yung sinabi sa kina Apostle Paul na sila ay part ng Nazarene sect. 
So maraming mga false accusations na binibigay sa kanila during that time. Pero right now, clear sa atin na what they're doing is that they just preach the gospel, the truth. Even Jesus, sinabihan siya na ang sumasamang spirito sa kanya ay kay Belzebub. Because he flipped the table sa temple, kumbaga nagwawala siya and all. But we all know that when we look at the perspective of God, they are in heaven. They are in heaven. So, titingnan talaga natin, iba yung standard ng Diyos sa standard ng tao. Doon sa other side naman, yung mga Pharisees, teachers of the law, yung rulers ng churches noon, ang ganda ng status nila, parang heaven. Hmm. Ang ganda ng synagogue, ang ganda ng damit nila, parang respetadong respetado lahat ng mga tao tumitingala sa kanila. So parang heaven siya sa standard ng tao. Pero mm. sa standard ng Diyos, dahil hindi nila kasama ang Diyos, that's like hell. At ayaw din natin mangyari sa atin yun because yung mga tao na um, yung mga tao na hindi naniwala kay Jesus and they work against Jesus, they will be thrown in the fire lake of burning sulfur. Kasi mm. at the end of the day, we will be judged based on our deeds. Not only with the words that we say, because yun nga, Matthew chapter 7, verse 21, I think this is a good warning for us na sinasabi doon, not everyone who calls me Lord, Lord, will, will be able to enter the kingdom of heaven. Sino ba yung mga tumatawag ng Lord, Lord? Mga naniniwala din. Pero kaya I think, yun nga, we have to reflect upon ourselves na um, kasi ang sinabi doon na only those who do the will of the Father will be able to enter heaven. So, Um, meron pa rin tayo on our end na, na dapat natin gawin na yes, it's important that we profess, we believe in God, we believe in Jesus at yung faith na meron tayo. But also, yung faith natin, it must show in our actions because at the end of the day, hell is real. It's very real. Um, right now, maybe, kung hindi natin siya na-experience, the Bible tells us that you will go through extreme pain, yung unquenchable fire na nabanggit ni Pastor Riti, that people will suffer there day and night. Forever. So, eternally. So fire talaga. Like that is, that is the visuals that is described in the Bible. There's fire. Yes. We're a place where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So, dahil nabagit mo na rin yung fire, parang imaginein mo, if you have a lighter tapos sindihan mo siya, ilagay mo yung daliri mo doon for just a minute. Di ba, a minute masakit siya? A minute is like an eternity. A minute, ang tagal no. Parang one second, may hindi ko na kaya. <laughs> But, violent mo, bro. PG-13 to. <laughs> Sorry. But actually, katiting pa lang siya nung pwede natin ma-experience in hell. That's just a fraction of what we can experience in hell. Because that's unquenchable fire, as in forever natin uh, may experience yon. But, ang nakakatakot dito, I don't think that every one of us, I mean, lahat ng tao, is um, afraid of hell. Pag minsan, parang sobrang na- nagigikomplacent na tayo na, okay lang naman ako, ganyan. But, sometimes, yun, na- nakakalimutan natin that hell is real. At yung scripture, sinasabi na yun, kapag yung mga tao, they say na it's uh, okay lang naman, it's peace, it's safe, suddenly, judgment can come to those kind of people. Mm. At kaya, yeah, I think this is a very good topic that we're discussing right now. Um, and para maiwasan natin yun, uh, I think gusto ko lang ipasok si Job na he is righteous in the eyes of God because he feared God and shunned evil. And this is the wisdom and understanding of God's word. So at the end of the day, um, yeah, it's very important for us to know um, yung, yung law ng Diyos um, and how we will be able to keep it. Because if we are not able to abide on those law, 
then we can receive punishment from him and that could lead us to hell. At ayaw natin mangyari sa atin yun. Na-stress ako dun, ha? Um, <laughs> no, but that's the thing, nga. Like, I think it's also important that we are... Yeah, we don't get complacent on this. That yeah. we don't fall into this false sense of security because we keep focusing just on the love. And yes, of course, God is love. And of course, you know, there's mercy that is constantly pouring out into our lives from Him. But we, I think, also need to kind of balance that out. Mm. Yeah. Tama. Because I, I think the picture of love can't be complete without judgment. Parang, how do you define that love? Whoa, what's what's that love if there's no judgment, if there's no injustice, injustice? Diba? Parang you can't paint the whole picture of love pagka yung message mo palagi, love, 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 love. Does it have any meaning already when you talk about love, right? And marami kasing messengers of love, you know? Uh, today, they speak about love, they speak about this grace, but they never talk about sin. They never talk about the judgment of God. And so people are given a, a sugar-coated gospel. Eh. Parang, wow, ang ganda nito. Parang nirvana lang. Wala kang pagdada. Basta love ka ni Lord. Which is true, by the way. But then there's also this other side of judgment that that hell is a state we're in and it's a place and a state <laughs> where there's no... When there's no Jesus, diba? I think a good argument, no, para lang pampagulo sa podcast, is what makes heaven heaven? Pag wala ba si Jesus sa heaven, heaven ba yun? Sabihin natin place tong heaven. Tapos sabi ni Jesus, bakasyon ako two weeks. Saan siya magbakasyon? Punta siya sa hell. Punta siya sa hell, mag-repreach siya ng gospel. But diba, punta ako somewhere else. Uh, punta akong Unimart somewhere. Right? And... Would that place be heaven? For argument's sake lang, no? of course, di siya alis doon. But what makes heaven heaven? It's when Christ is there. He's the glory. He's the light of that place. Right? What makes hell hell? Wala siya doon. Wala siya doon. What makes your life heaven? I have Christ in my life. You're in heaven. Yes, the son has life. He who does not have the son of God does not have life. What makes your life hell? Oh my right. goodness, I don't have a relationship well, the with Christ. Free. It's free indeed. Yep. Right. So ako, I, I hold on to the I hold on to the dogma that hell is a place, heaven is a place, but I also know it's a state. Yeah. Yep. Right? So it's a yeah, it's a state and a place. So siyang, it's a state of calamity. Parang ganun. Why it's the United it be, States. Why can't it be both? I mean, I don't understand yeah. why it's exclusive to we each just, other. We just can't prove because wala pang bumabalik from it. Yeah. So, Babalikan kita, Sam. Pag nauna ako. <laughs> Uy, marami kaya nga, no? Diba there are all these stories na namatay sila and then they ended up in hell and then they came back to tell the tale. May yeah, and earn, and earn $5 million for that movie. <laughs> That's a different topic altogether. But... So, Jay, may naisip pa akong podcast suggestion episode sa hmm. Holy Week. What did Ooh, Jesus do in hell for three days? I love it. Oy, oy debatable pa rin yan. Kasi yeah. may mga theologians na sinabi, hindi raw totoo yun. Tapos may iba, totoo. Mas What? magandang What? debate sa Holy Week. What did Jesus eat? Oh. <laughs> Or ano yung isda 
na pinakain niya ulit nung tinatawag niya sa Pentecost naman natin pag-usapan. Nung recalling of the disciples, nilutuan ni Jesus ng isda eh. Anong isda yun? <laughs> the Sam, alam, mo ba yung, di, alam mo ba yung isda na dinala nung boy na nag-multiply kung anong isda yun? Does the Bible tell us what kind of Yes. Is? What is it? It is. Tuna. Kasi I'm tuna. tuna. Oh, ini may oh tuna yan ah, tuna. Oh, tuna to. Oh, tuna din yan. Hati hati sila. Okay, this. Um but I well I like that you guys are planning ahead um for our episodes, you know, this this foresight. I appreciate it. Let can we talk about how um So what is it that I have to do to deserve this kind of judgment? Is it just about um, not choosing God? It's about committing sin. Yun ba yun? Because, I mean, when we're talking about sin, like, I feel like as long as I live, I don't know if I can ever say that I'm not going to sin anymore at some point. Yes. Yep. Diba? That's why we need Jesus. Right. So, I mean... I don't know. Well, I think Sam, I think that's the argument of a lot of evangelicals. That's why we believe in salvation by grace alone. Because that's the same line. It's like, how good is good enough? How can I measure up to the goodness? Though the Israelites believe that having that saving faith would li- live to a holy life. Parang alam na mga Junon, na mga Junan tomanggap kay Lord those who live in the kingdom, I need to live the kingdom life. But I'm not graded out of that kingdom life. It's the root of my salvation that brings about the good works that will happen now in my life. Na na-embrace ko na siya. Yung saving faith ko na to. That leads to ano ano. And, and I think marami rin, that's where a lot of, yung tricky part kasi nung judgment, Marami rin kasi born again, ganun lang talaga. O salvation by grace, kahit ito, party-party na, pwede pa maglasing, di ba? Salvation by grace naman eh, di ba? So I think that's where the bad rap happens no, to a lot of evangelicals because we preach this, o, solo ano, uh, grace lang to, by, uh, salvation by grace, pero yung pamumuhay niya, nan- nanoloko siya, di ba? And, but then the judgment is made clearer And I think even uh, future topics like purgatory, diba? Diyan nagkakaroon ng clashing now of the doctrines. Yes. Because of the major doctrine for evangelicals that salvation is by grace through faith alone in Christ. Right. I just wanted us to have a better understanding that this is very real and we need to know that. And um, again, it's not about practicing this faith out of fear, but... Um, also knowing that God's heart is not to judge or punish, right? He doesn't take delight in punishing us, right? Um, in stage, oh, before we wrap. I mean, I think, I think uh, something that I can add to that is because I, uh, I think earlier we were able to establish that God is a judge. And even dito sa mundo, di ba, may judge kasi merong law. Yung law na yung magiging basehan. And if we are not able to keep the law, then we can be punished base dun sa nakasaad dun sa law. And that's the same thing in our life of faith. God gave us the law for us to be able to keep it. Kasi if we don't, then we can be judged. At ayaw natin mangyari sa atin yun. So um, at the end of the day, it's important for us to know. Kasi how can we abide by the law 
kung hindi natin siya naunawaan. And once we fully understand it, then our action should be based dun sa alam natin na tama. Because, uh, for example, yun, merong ginawang bagong batas, but we are not aware of it. At kapag nakumit mo yun, uh, at hindi mo siya alam, and pwede ka pa rin na ma-punish. Ma, ma Pero kapag alam mo siya, dapat you yourself would do your best na hindi i-commit yung... yung yung nakasaad doon sa batas na na hindi ka mag um, violate doon. Mm. Kaya that's the same thing. Yun nga, sa life of faith natin, we have to know yung law na binibigay sa atin ng Diyos because um, at the end of the day, we must be able to keep it for us yeah. not to be judged and put into condemnation in hell. The law Man. meaning like what? The things that we need to keep? Like um, not yeah. committing sin, uh, keeping the Ten Commandments, I suppose in the Catholic Church we also have a like different set of like you know yeah. the sacraments that we have to receive the confession that we regularly have to um, go to is it is, is it that kind of stuff? Um, the way we understand it is Catholic kanina uh, yung law sa panon ni Adam iba sa panon ni Noah so generation after generation iba iba siya medyo iba iba siya um, pero yun nga si Jesus um, at the time of first coming um, he's supposed to fulfill yung law. Ah, actually, he fulfilled the law. He came not to abolish the law, but to fulfill it. Pero, yung, on the other side, yung mga Israelites, they were not able to keep it on their end. Kaya, technically, nasira pa rin. That's why, yun nga, if, there's no need to establish a new covenant kung hindi naman na, nasira yung old covenant. Pero ano yung old covenant? Yung first coming niya. And that's why yung new covenant, the way we understand it, is the second coming of Jesus. At yung, yung law na dapat na makip natin. And it's, um, important for us to be able to keep it para yun nga, hindi tayo ma-judge at the end times. Uh, yeah. ha, this is the new covenant mm. again. Yes, Pastor D, mm. what did you want to say? Wala, masyadong mahabang rebuttal yun. <laughs> mag-rap na ako eh. Mag-rap na sa ako eh. Mag-rap ka na muna. Boom, Next episode. Judge, judgment. <laughs> oh my goodness. He has Bumalik quite the rage. natin, Insta H eh. <laughs> This is quite the range that you have, Pastor D. Nagro-rap ka rin pala. Okay, but anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there are, there is, we have to, gosh, how do I say this? I'll wrap it. I'll wrap it for you. Please. Kung gusto mong lumigaya ang iyong buhay, mahalin mo si Jesus, ibigin mong tunay. Love it. That's it. That is how we are wrapping this episode, guys. All right. We have an email address, the narrow door podcast at gmail.com. If you guys want to get in touch with us. Hey, check these guys out on their um, personal platforms and their churches as well. Pastor D, of course, with Victory Greenhouse there on YouTube. You can watch their services there. Big Bro and Friends. This is a podcast that he's doing with duh, his friends. They're also on a cable channel. What cable channel was that again? Light TV Network. Light TV, Light TV Network. All right. And his uh, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> his podcast with his wife, Tammy, Our Parenthood on Spotify. Instructor. Check H. us out. Check us out. You guys have free online Bible study, open worship, webinars. What was your website again that you guys launched also? Um, Pinas.shinshinji.kr. All right, check that out. Brother J. Paul, Feast Ortigas District on YouTube and Facebook. And check out his podcast, The J. Paul Hernandez Podcast. Thank you for joining us on this episode. Again, this wasn't about like, let's fire and brimstone this thing. Like, guys, repent now. We're all going to hell. Like, that wasn't the point. Because I want preaching, to reconcile preaching. 
No, no, no. Yeah. Because I want to reconcile these two things. Because while he is a god of love, he's also a god of judgment, deba. Right? Can I can I ask you guys like what is God's heart in all of this? I think yun yeah. Um, God doesn't want to bring affliction to us, or He doesn't even will to judge us. Pero um, out of His love, na He had to um, fulfill the law. He had to fulfill yung promises. Na uh, yun yeah. That's why He sent His only Son. Um, na kahit na wala siyang kasalanan, He is blameless, but He had to die for us for the atonement of our sins. At siya mismo si Jesus is the truth. Na dapat na malaman natin, and that's why etong um, yung truth um, is the, if I may say, the proper or correct understanding of God's word. Kaya yun, at the end of the day, it is set right before us, life or death, blessing or curse. Mm -hmm. We have to choose the right choice. We have to choose life. We have to choose God who is the source of life. But at the end of the day, we'll be with him in heaven. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tell us about God's heart in all this. Yeah. Uh, maybe for me, I'll end with Isaiah 53 verse 10. It says, still, it was God. It's what God had in mind all along. It was the Lord's will to crush him with pain. The plan was that he give himself as an offering for sin so that he'd see life come from it. Life, life, and more life. And God's plan will deeply prosper through Jesus. And I, I think this is the very heart of you know, God's love. May judgment eh, because he's a holy and righteous judge. He needs to judge sin. But in his plan, what he had in mind all along was to bring Jesus. And it was the Lord's will to crush his son. Grabio, no? To crush your son because of the sin of the world. The plan was that Jesus will be the offering for our sin, the atonement for our sin, so that we can experience life. Right? So, kaya love na love ko si Lord. Sobrang bait ni Lord sa akin. Ooh. Me three. Brother Jay. Oh, man, I just want to share the last is the penitent thief, the thief who stole heaven. Mm -hmm. uh, Justus was already beside God and he did not apologize. I mean, parang tayo, di ba, minsan andyan na si Lord, ayaw pa rin natin tanggapin yung love niya. But this guy, Dismas, you know what his sin was? What? He was guilty of blood. And even his brother's blood, according to Saint Gregory. So he fratricide pinatayeng yung kapatid niya. Grabe. But God, Jesus said, "Amen, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise." Grabe. Expressway, talaga. Skyway, she. And 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 that's God. That's the God wants to be with us. God mm -hmm. wants us. I think. It hurts God more to to judge us. True. Yeah, yeah. That is God's heart, Amen. everybody. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, gentlemen, for giving us some clarity on this difficult topic. It is. It's. It's not pleasant to think about. Um, but again, very real. And I hope that that can guide us in practicing our faith in the way that is most pleasing to God. And again, the email address that you want to write to because I'm very needy and I like hearing from you guys, the Narrow Door Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for joining us on this episode and we'll see you on the next one. Bye! Bye.